up, everybody? David here with Red Pill News. Hope you have been well. Haven't live streamed a lot recently or made long-form content in the middle of a move, some career changes. But I wanted to bring you this update about a new contender against President Trump and how the GOP primary is looking to uh, shape up, how, how things are going. And by the way, uh, let me know what you think about my new background. It's moving. I figured I would change it up a little bit. I'm experimenting with different styles. So here's basically the GOP primary, what we have right now. Now, we have Trump. He has declared that he is running. We have DeSantis. Some people are saying, oh, well, how do you know DeSantis is going to run? The, the primary way I know that DeSantis is going to run is because the Florida state legislature passed a bill that allows a Florida governor to remain as governor and run for president at the same time. That is how I know Governor DeSantis is going to declare. Do I know when he's going to declare exactly? I don't. Some people think it's going to be this week, actually. Uh, by the way, StreamYard's having a weird thing where the mouse is glitching. Excuse that. So I just want to give you a quick overview of where we're at, and we're going to quickly get to this new candidate that actually will benefit President Trump. So the winning path, the losing path, Trump really, he's going to have to stick on the economic issues. I know a lot of people are pissed about, you know, 2020, but for the independent voter right now, the winning path for President Trump to beat Biden, assuming Biden makes it to 2024, is to focus on the economy. The common person wants to know, how can I afford my milk? How can I afford gasoline to get to my job? How can I feed my kids? That's the things they're concerned with. Uh, Politico would argue that there's Trump fatigue. <laughs> there's no way. I, I don't think there is Trump fatigue, even among the core base. Now, DeSantis, the thing with DeSantis is it's going to be really awkward for him when he does declare. Again, I'm predicting that DeSantis will declare and he is going to be the biggest contender against Trump. I, I'm for Trump. If you're pro DeSantis, you watch my channel. Hey, I can understand why you might be pro DeSantis. There's reasons for that. But me, I'm pro Trump. And DeSantis has built his image based off of Trump. Think of how awkward it's going to be for him to try to campaign and make himself sound different than Trump. And I, and I see in chat right now, DeSantis is another Bush. You know, there are there are criticisms that DeSantis has got received some money from some rhinos. I, I don't know for sure if that's true. I heard something about uh, Bush's old campaign guy had tried to donate some money to DeSantis. But DeSantis, yeah, if he wins, he would have to essentially, he, he would have a higher chance of winning in the general election than the primary election. I don't think he has any shot in the primary. We'll, we'll look at the polls here in a second. You'll see why. But he might be more palatable to the non, to the independent who has been fed the lies about Trump, but they haven't been fed as many lies about DeSantis and this is another reason that DeSantis will have a hard time winning because the average voter, they do not, they're not thinking about these issues. The mainstream media has distracted them from these issues that he's talking about here.
blown the whistle when they have seen things like pornographic materials in the library. Now, the media will say that removing a pornographic book from a sixth grade school shelf is, quote, a book ban. But I can tell you, um, you know, adults can, can purchase uh, books what they want. But making sure stuff is age appropriate is precisely the role that we should be playing. And I did a press conference and we called it exposing the book ban hoax because that's what it is. They're saying it's, it's, and it's not. But before we had parents talk, before I talked, I just played a video and it just showed the graphic images of what the parents in Florida have objected to. The news stations that were carrying the press conference cut their feed because they said it was too graphic. Well, if it's too graphic for really sad that they have to cut their feed if it's too graphic. But yeah, that that issue is not as big as conservative insiders. If you're watching my channel, you're in tune with with politics. You know what's happening to our students in schools and public schools. You know that they are radically washing their brains. But I got to be honest, the average voter does not know about that. They're not aware of that. So that message he just sold as important as it is, regardless if Trump wins or he wins, I, I think Trump will win. There has to be an, a complete overhaul of the Department of Education and the way we treat education entirely and create education standards. So let's just look at the other people here really quickly. We're going to uh, get to the new candidate here in just a minute. Nikki Haley, super rhino swampy. She probably honestly has the most points behind DeSantis and something that a lot of people don't know, each new candidate is a benefit to Trump. Historically, when we look at primary elections, the leader very rarely loses vote percentage when a new candidate comes into the mix. So her losing path, she's just going to get DeSantis and Trump's going to suck up all the air. DeSantis hasn't even really attacked Trump yet. That's going to get nasty. And, you know, I hear people saying, and I'm going to go big screen for this. People say, you know, Trump has to quit attacking DeSantis. Why is Trump attacking DeSantis? Trump knows DeSantis is going to declare. He knows it. It's going to happen. I can almost promise you otherwise the Florida state legislature would not have passed a bill allowing a Florida governor to remain governor and run for president. That's a very specific bill that they're passing. So Trump has attacked DeSantis because that's what primary politics are. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people from Florida watch my channel that love DeSantis, uh, but Trump's going to attack him. That is, that's what it is. DeSantis is going to declare and there, there's going to be some, uh, it's going to get dirty. That's what primary politics are. But hey, it was okay with Ted Cruz. I still like Ted Cruz. I mean, Trump destroyed Ted Cruz, but I still watch a lot of congressional hearings and think Cruz is a great guy uh, overall as a senator. So Mike Pence, no way. I mean, he should run as a Democrat. He should run as a independent. There's he he wants to be the anti-Trump, but there's no one in the party. There's not enough people in the party to support him for that. Ted Cruz. You know, he's happy. He's he's fat and happy in the Senate. He wants to stay there. I think he feels like since he defeated Beto O'Rourke, he's, uh, you know, riding high. Ryan Binkley, this guy is just probably someone that is just building a national profile. What you have with a lot of candidates, they just want to throw their name in the ring so they can 
you know, sell their book or they can build a company and be better, well-known, have a bigger profile. And that's what we got with this Ryan Binkley guy. He has no shot of winning whatsoever. You know, Larry Elder, he doesn't either, but I, I do like him. And I want to hear his ideas on stage. I want to hear what he has to say because each one of these candidates, the good thing about them, even if they have zero chance of winning, they do force some new questions on the stage. They force a new perspective, and that's really good. Larry Elder will talk about uh, some interesting topics, and he really should have beat Newsom. That was a disgrace, I think, that California didn't pick him after what's going on in California. You know, I want to answer this comment here really quickly. I like Cruz and Kennedy for sure. You know, Kennedy is a Democrat, and unless you're talking about Senator Kennedy from the state of Louisiana, maybe you're talking about him, or maybe you're talking about Robert F. Kennedy. I'm not sure which one, but actually Robert F. Kennedy's polling really well among Republicans, despite the fact that he's a Democrat. He's got some gun views that I don't agree with, abortion views that I don't agree with, but he is actually a populist. I find that interesting. Kennedy, he hasn't declared. I don't think he's going to run. We'll see if he declares, but he seems to be doing really well uh, at grilling people in the Senate, uh, and you know, I like that. Yeah, you know what? Being in California, I'm so disappointed about the whole Larry Elder situation. I'm sure it is bad out there. You know, these policies... I just read earlier that 800,000 people have left New York City in the past two years. Uh, it's just going to get worse. People are going to keep leaving. They're going to have to see these policies. I hear someone saying they can't hear me. The mic went out. I'm going to turn my mic up a little bit. You let me know if you can hear me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's going to keep getting worse, these, these leftist policies. But let's just move down the list here. Again, I don't know this person. Uh, I think they're just trying to get their, they're trying to, you know, get their name established. Another one of those candidates. Could there be a Trump RFK Jr. ticket? Is that even possible? I don't know in the history of politics if someone has ever declared two different parties, because RFK is already declared he's running against Biden, and you have the DNC machine fighting against RFK. They will do anything they can to sabotage him. But I like to think of Trump and the and the Kennedys in general as like the two sides of the same coin. Their policies are diff different, but they really are populist. And that's a big reason why some people say, you know, the Kennedy, what happened to him in the back of that Cadillac in 1963? Because they actually care about the people and they're against the deep state. So I don't believe this is possible because... RFK has declared as a Democrat. Maybe if he dropped out and said, you know, I'm actually going to run with Trump, that would be uh, really interesting. Okay, Asa is a major rhino. You know, I could believe that. He's a U.S. attorney and a congressman. I could definitely believe that. And here's Perry Johnson. Really? Really? So you just got all these people that are just wanting to get their name up. I can't even believe that this guy is actually running. Now, this guy I actually like a lot, Vivek Ramaswamy. I think I'm saying his name right. I believe he will bring some great questions and, and some great perspectives. 
he actually wants to end affirmative action. He's very aggressive on that. And he criticizes Trump, probably rightly so, the Trump campaign allegedly. This is according to Vivek, not me. Vivek says that the Trump campaign said, we're not going to touch affirmative action. It's not a political hill we want to die on. But this guy, he he understands the the damage of wokeness to our society, to our culture. He understands the the threat it really faces. It's Marxism. It really is Marxism. Uh, but his losing path is he's self-funded, and he's probably going to get tired of spending his money uh, as he sees himself not as high in the polls. And here we go. Here is who declared today South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. And he is a GOP. He, he's a heavyweight in terms of he's got a lot of support from donors. He's already got 22 million, which is the biggest official chest so far. Trump might have a lot more that he officially has not declared. And uh, interestingly, Tim Scott and Donald Trump worked together to create opportunity zones, places where uh, communities that are less fortunate, they can have the ability for people that work harder to be able to actually have more resources. So Trump was happy about this. Trump was like, hey, you know what? This is great news. You know, I wish you the best. Good luck to Senator Tim Scott and entering the Republican presidential primary race. Trump wrote on true social moments after the announcement. It's rapidly loading up with lots of people. And Tim is a big step up from DeSantis, he said. I mean, Trump knows what's up. He knows that Tim Scott doesn't. He's an asset to Trump. Again, every new person is a detriment to DeSantis. Josh Bateman, you let me know if um, I, I hear, I see you can't hear me. Uh, if everybody else has a problem hearing me, let me know. I've got my audio uh, up pretty high and I'm going to check my settings here just to make sure that my audio is good. It looks like my microphone is good. So I'm thinking it's you, Joshua, uh, unfortunately. So yeah, there's going to be it's going to be a heavyweight. It's going to be really interesting. I think it's interesting as 2016 in terms of the debates. Uh, Christy Nome, she is a maybe. I just don't think there is room for her amongst all the candidates to make any difference. I do like her. Apparently, she did something on vaccines that made a lot of Republicans angry. I don't honestly know what that was, but there's not enough room for her and a Trump and a DeSantis for her to do anything well. Mike Rogers, I don't know who that guy is. He's probably just trying to get his name up. I don't know who Chris Sununu is, to be honest. Greg Abbott, unlikely. He's got a fly. I think he wants to do something on the border, I hope. He's acting pretty late, but he has established a special force uh, on the border. Chris Christie, I don't see it. Mark uh, Marco Rubio, I don't see it. Glenn Youngkin, unlikely. Tom Cotton's ruled it out. Larry Hogan's ruled it out. Mike Pompeo, I don't trust him to be honest. I want to trust Mike Pompeo, but you know anybody with those alphabet agencies are hard to trust. And Rick Scott's ruled it out. So that there it is. This is going to be what you're looking at. It's going to be a Trump DeSantis uh, face off and. 
DeSantis is going to try to say, I'm a better, lighter version of Trump. I I can speak more eloquently and not offend as many people, but he's going to offend a lot of people with the whole discussion of what the left calls book banning. Of course, it's not book banning. We're protecting our kids from the insane, inappropriate material, but that's going to be a hard battle. Trump's going to have to focus on the economy. That is my opinion. And let's assume Trump wins, which I think he easily wins the primary. And this is some latest polls here. I'm not sure exactly which poll. I think this is the morning consult poll. Yeah, this is just over the past couple weeks, 3,000 people nationally. Uh, Trump has a vast majority of the vote. I'm really surprised that Mike Pence is above Nikki Haley. But, you know, maybe there's that a little bit more of that anti-Trump sentiment than I thought. And uh, here we have this. This is another recent poll as well from The Economist and YouGov, a very well-respected poll. And this was, yeah, May 17th last week. Trump wins by two points against Biden. And Biden-DeSantis would be tied. And Trump gets 58%. Over DeSantis, let's see, is that going to open the full poll? We'll just go back to the article here. So right now we have Trump winning against Biden. And and why are independent voters pissed off? It's because of this Biden inflation. It's going to stick around. This is the worst news I have to tell you on the stream tonight is that Biden inflation is going to stick around because Biden is unwilling to pass the Limit, Save, Grow Act. The Republicans, McCarthy, he's been doing a great job, in my opinion, honestly. I know that he has been known to be a rhino in the past, but so far, this session, I think he's doing really well. They've got a bill that will actually cut spending. And Biden is threatening to use the 14th Amendment, which in some way affirms that the debt is valid, and it gets around working with Congress. I think it's completely ridiculous. But what Biden has to try to do is keep this economy running on fumes for the next, what what are we, like 18 months out, 17 months? I don't see it happening. We've seen these two major bank collapses recently. This article here saying that stagflation isn't going anywhere. I think that the economy, the worse it gets, there's nothing more effective at removing a president from office than a bad economy. And I know there was a lot of other circumstances, but that was part of what happened to Trump. And it was not fair. He did not cause the pandemic. That's a whole box of worms that I can't really discuss on mainstream social media. But that was part of it was the economy with what happened, even though he fixed it super fast. This Biden economy very well could be the thing. I think it will be the thing that will get Donald Trump reelected. And so the inflation rate's expected to, uh, it went up 4.2% in 2023, the median. It's higher than the forecast of 3.9. And it's all these government spending programs that are going to continue to push it up. It's There is nothing else that creates anybody that tells you otherwise. It's a lie. Inflation is government spending. That is what creates inflation. There are too many dollars chasing too few goods, so everything goes up. And that's what Biden is creating. So I think, 
you know, I don't want people to suffer. I don't want there to be a bad economy. But the silver lining probably is going to be that Donald Trump will be reelected if he focuses on the economy. Let's take a look at a few of the comments here before we close out. Trump, Vice President DeSantis. You know, that'd be interesting. I would I would like that. I would like DeSantis to be the guy that would take, you know, reform education and let Trump reform the deep state. We gotta reform the deep state. Like they like control this country. It's an oligarchy. It's not really a constitutional republic anymore. We've become an oligarchy. Donald's, you know what? I like him too. Uh, he is a he, he doesn't have as much political experience, which is good or bad, depending on, you know, how you want to phrase it. Trump struggled his first year to figure out who to trust in the swamp. I was skeptical of Trump at first, and then I went on to work for him in 2020. Obviously, I love him now, but uh, I was skeptical because he kept firing people and firing people. And the reason was you don't know who to trust in the swamp. You don't know who to trust. So Byron Donalds, he's a straight talker, and I like him a lot, but it could be good, it could be bad that he doesn't know who to cut deals with, but he, but he's also not a swamp creature. So we'll see how that goes. Let's see. Um, yeah, the buzzword, the buzzword. Yes, yes. Sorry, I have to, I'm a little slow. I have to read these comments before I can put them up. This word right here is so deceptive. If you head over to my Twitter, at Red Pill Reporter, I, I posted recently what actually happens. It's definitely not something I can show you on YouTube or Facebook, but that's what they, that's what DeSantis is going to have to fight. The machine is using these fake words like gender affirming care. We know <laughs> there's nothing affirming about it. We know there's nothing affirming about it. Let's see. And then there are states that are, yeah, this, this is a huge problem too. The, the criminalization of language, right? Like that is a, a big problem. And that's a battle that's going to have to take place in the states, especially if Biden wins again. Again, I'm hopeful Trump does, but the states are passing laws that are addressing this and people are going to have to follow DeSantis's lead. He's done a great job. I hope that people will follow his lead, even if he is, he has bad donors that would not be good for his presidency. I can't deny that he's done great in terms of reforming education in the state of Florida. You know, not Biden. I don't know about that. I think it could be Hillary Clinton actually said she might run I hope it's not another matchup between them, especially after the Durham report, after they literally investigated an innocent president. What an insult to our country, and how can people respect the institutions? Well, hey, that's the update. Tim Scott is the new person running. It's going to help Trump. I think Trump's going to win and beat Biden. I think the economy's going to crash. Biden's going to pump money into it. He's going to try to keep it afloat, but it's going to fail. I don't think it's going to stand up and it's going to get Trump elected. If you enjoy this, hit the thumbs up. If you're on Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're at, hit the subscribe, follow button. I've been busy, like I said, moving, changing careers. I'm going to start doing a lot more long form content and additional short form. And uh, just to keep you updated because you need to know about these things because the mainstream media is not going to tell you. 
Hope you're doing well, and I'll talk to you soon. God bless.